Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. Always fun to shoot these Sunday night episodes on a Friday so we can drink some hard AF seltzers and get rocked. D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway is back from Las Vegas. Look at you. You piece of shit, dude. How was it? I'm, a, I'm tired. <laughs> Everything went well, though. I bet, dude. We, uh, we streamed, uh, obviously, the suicide prevention panel mm-hmm. over there. You guys did a fantastic job. What was the response like inside uh, the reception hall? Um, yeah, it's always good for that kind of stuff. Um the the thing we work on now is like using the momentum to try to get some other shit done so some friends of mine well one thing that's going on is trying to get the hardware situation fixed everybody's eating like shit Mm -hmm. and have fucked up hormones right and this is true for most of america not just for vets but it's especially true for vets because the things that cause that toxic exposure heavy metals Traumatic brain injury are way more common amongst these people than anybody else, right? Which would explain why they have more uh, uh, instances of suicide as well. So one of the things that's going on is, you know, Chef Robert Irvine, the English dude? Yep. Um, he is helping the former SEAC, uh, uh, CZ, Ramon Colon Lopez, who I did a show with for Citizen this weekend. Um, he's helping him develop a new food program for active military. So that'll help. Right. Cause if you go into a chow hall right now, it's a bunch of processed bullshit, which is, it seems unconscionable that the government, that the military will be offering these, our human capital bullshit food to eat. Right. Anyways, I'm not going to get up on a soapbox there. So that's going on. And then, um, you know, there's some other stuff going on behind the scenes that I can't get into about getting people's hormones fixed and stuff, but there's a lot of action going on. But one of the things that we talked about, and I talked about it with Eli and Donut for their shows, mm-hmm. you know, the, the things they have going on, uh, and some of the other guys, Gerard and, and, uh, Mickey, and Mickey, were able to come out. So they're going to work on it. Uh, Brian and Brendan are going to work on it on Fighter and Kid as well as like having, and we've done, we've been doing this kind of organically for years, mm-hmm. but trying to get people back in the same room, physical room together. So we'll do intermittent. Show. I'm still working on the details now about scheduling and stuff, but uh, a pop-up show. Sometimes we'll all get together and do a massive show, but mostly it'll be individual shows like a Friday night or a Saturday night or something like that. And then the call to action is get you and 10 or 15 of your buddies all in the same place and watch it together, right? Stuff like that. So there's a lot of... It's good to sit around and talk about things and identify problems, but you know what comes next is kind of what we're focused on now. yeah and, and i think it's good for everybody to get together and be in the same room and discuss the same problems mm-hmm. and issues and things that are going on so you're not just sitting by yourself at your apartments uh staring at the wall mm-hmm. all goddamn day um you know i was able to pop in and watch uh, uh most of the thing and and it was awesome man uh tim kennedy yourself all you guys did a great job over there uh brian callen was great as the moderator and uh, shout out to the Independence Fund for uh, for doing it there. Yep. Because um, it was it was very very cool. How was the rest of Shot Show? Uh, I saw the usual suspects out and about there. Is is everybody all in for Creed on nine eleven in Dallas? Um. Yeah. So I mean, I saw. <laughs> I said there. I missed some people. Rob was only there. O'Neill was only there for a day. I didn't catch him. Um. 
couple of my buddies I didn't get to see because they were out doing shit and I was out doing shit. I saw Rudy and uh and and his crazy entourage. Yeah, Rudy Reyes. Yeah. Um uh so he's definitely down. <laughs> <laughs> um saw Caleb and J- and Jared do comedy. Uh Justin Governor headline that show was really good. Oh, how was um, Build the Walls uh Governor's stand up? I haven't really stand up. It was okay, really good. good. Yeah, he 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 told Randy Couture on three separate occasions that he was going to blow his back out. Oh, Jesus. Um, so it got pretty aggressive. <laughs> um, yeah. And Scott Davidson put on a great event. Uh, Olivia Nunn, former PAO lieutenant colonel, she organized the Burbis party this year, and it was actually organized. Yeah. Like, way more than usual. Right? Yeah, Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott always does a great job, but it was like fucking on point this year. So good, good job to her. Um, and then obviously Sarah and all of her team, Sean Lee and 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 Carl and Andrew, uh, Sarah Verardo, yeah, Verardo, yeah. yeah, all those guys, Amy, all the people that came out to support that was uh, very helpful. Everything That's awesome, really well, yeah. That's awesome. What and I was I, telling then you, I saw Melnick as well. Oh, you saw Justin? Uh, Great. Yeah, he kind of trapped me though. He's like, "Hey, come down to the booth and say hi." And then there was fucking people waiting there to take pictures of me. I'm like, "You piece of shit." <laughs> um, um, and then uh, 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 I saw Shelly from Boot Campaign. We're gonna do some stuff with them. Saw uh, Archery Country out there, which is down here in downtown Austin. They got it's it's the best it's the best archery facility in the state by a wide margin. Rogan talks about him all the time. Yeah. Right? He doesn't do that unless it's good. So, and I saw Josh Smith from Montana knife, our buddy. Did you, did you say what's up for me? Um, and talk about he a dick said, when I do those ad reads. He said I was the smartest dude he knows, yeah. but not the prettiest, which I, I was actually offended by that. Cause I've been working on my beauty more than my intelligence lately. And a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So what, the, the amount of time you spend on your beauty. Yeah. It's yeah. not just interior. No, it's like, mask and cucumbers over my eyes every night this right. is the whole deal and it's like it would be nice to be appreciated for it and then he just shattered your dreams yeah uh well uh again we said this on the show uh, all last week but uh occasionally we do do some good here uh i was holding down the fort uh, while you were gone uh, on fake news i did a story uh yesterday about um texas uh texas is uh <laughs> There's a rumor that they're trying to secede. Um, well, there's not, it's not a rumor. There's a guy who's been working on this for a very long time. There is. And, and here's what I was telling these guys yesterday was, you know, living in California for 15 years. Every two years, there was a bill that, that went in to, uh, to try to get a, a secession. So it was uh, either the entire state, um, and then they wanted to break the state into two, north and south, and then they wanted to break it into three because it was 40 million people and just the sheer, uh, sheer geography of it. They thought three might be a good idea. They could never get that off the ground. The surprising part was how many fucking DMs uh, and comments we got from that one story all the way around. And what I was unaware of, uh, obviously we know about the SCOTUS ruling that they said that they could you know, remove the, the barbed wire and the, the barriers and all that stuff. Uh, Abbott has said no. And I was unaware that 26 governors have now signed some petitions, say that they support Texas, and they would join Texas if they're going to try to remove uh, the wire, or yeah. there is some interference from the federal government against the Texas National Guard. Uh, even Jean Luc Picard did a fucking interview last night uh, about it. Bob, if you can pull that up on Twitter, I believe she was on MSNBC, uh, but they asked her point blank what the Biden administration was going to do about it and if they were going to try and federalize the Texas National Guard. Well, they can't federalize. And that, that. was going to be my question. Like the, to the, you. the only. Wait, there, like it has to be um, the governor usually, like in the state of emergency, has to request that, 
right? Now you can do it for military deployments and stuff like that, but it, it like the governor is the commander in chief of the fucking national guard. Mm-hmm. That's how that works, and also for the state, right? Yeah, correct, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that would just not happen. Now it happened. The only time it's ever happened before, I think, it was 1957, and it's when. Eisenhower federalized the Arkansas National Guard to come to Texas and enforce Brown v. Board, right? Mm-hmm. To let black people go to college or whatever the fuck. That's the only time I think in American history that's ever happened. Um, <clears throat> the problem this time is that 26 states have signed on to Texas's side already, right? Which is more than 25, which would be half, mm-hmm. which is a problem for them. Um, uh, JF- including New Hampshire, by the way. Okay. JFK did it as well. For something similar, I would guess civil rights act yep, related. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. Um, he uh, he uh, federalized the Alabama National Guard. Yeah, yeah, uh, for, and for, well, Forrest Gump did that. You know, uh, he was there, and they also grabbed her books when she dropped them on the yeah. way into University of Alabama. And here, here's another thing I'll mention. Um, so, 26 states have committed to support Texas in their fight against the federal government. Um, the ones who didn't, you could probably guess. Washington, Oregon, California, New York, the Northeastern Corridor, uh, besides New Hampshire, which their governor said, we support Texas, right? Which is interesting. That is interesting. Um, Virginia, West Virginia, Kentucky didn't. They have a, a blue governor. But I, and same with North Carolina. You, but the, that dude is blue. I don't care. Oh, what. fuck. He, no, he's a Democrat through and yeah. through. His name I, is Roy Cooper. I, I, don't, I don't give a fuck what party he says he's in. He's a fucking damn. He, is a, crap, dem- he right? is a Democrat. Uh, so the people, the, the actual members of the military there in Kentucky and North Carolina, same with Kansas, who's not come out one way or another. Same with Arizona, who's not come out one way or another, but they have a liberal. Uh, governor the military people there are not supporting the federal government i can promise you that so let's it's 30 plus it's not 26 right right so a fucking super majority of states are and this isn't a very hard issue there's an active invasion going on i mean imagine that just the concept of texas trying to protect its own border that the federal government won't and the federal government saying that we're gonna we're gonna use military force to come there and 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 make you let this invasion happen. Like fuck you, dude. That's not gonna happen. Right. This, this is just reasonable people acting reasonably here. It isn't like oh we want to fucking start a civil war and blah blah blah. No, it's just like all right, you guys are stupid. You're not in charge anymore, right? And you Go, want the right to defend your own state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I understand that. Um, I, I think you know yesterday as we were going through it. Uh, one of the biggest questions was. Oh, do you have that clip, by the way, from uh, CNBC? Is it? It was a. It was MSNBC. an interview. No, on it's MSN- an interview. It's a sit yeah, down. Yeah, it was a sit down okay. interview with. Uh, shit, it wasn't Saki. Uh, it was a dude, I believe, or another woman, another white woman. They all look the same. These goddamn whites. Um, but as she was sitting there, I was shocked to see it happen. Uh, that's not it at all. It's a. It's a one-on-one interview that happened last night. Um, I'll find it. Okay. Uh, I don't remember what new network it was. I don't even know how to spell her <clears throat> fucking name, dude. I got the name. It's Jean something. Jean Pierre. Korean. Korean. Yeah, that's it right there. Yeah. The CNN. Yeah. yeah. There oh, we go. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. There we go. It's with a dude also. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Homeland Security Department has asked for access to this park that is now currently in dispute. It doesn't seem like they've gotten it. Uh, they now are allowed to cut down razor wire. Yeah. Some Democrats are saying the president needs to federalize uh, the Texas National Guard. So look, That's something that could happen? I mean, look, 
I'll say this. Uh, you know, the Border Patrol agents are now, as you said, allowed to cut through the wire because of what the Supreme Court has laid out. It's, it's unfortunate that we had to go there. It's unfortunate that there is a governor in Texas, Governor Abbott, who has politicized this issue of what's happening on the border. And it's not making people's lives safer. It's actually making it harder for law enforcement at the, at the border to do their job. And so we have been very clear. We want to make sure we get something done at the border. That's why we've been having these conversations with Senate Republicans and Democrats for the past several weeks to come up with a bipartisan agreement right. to deal with the border. And look, if that the governor is not interested in that, Governor Abbott is not interested in that. He wants to politicize an issue and he's not helping communities. He actually isn't. And he's actually putting Border Patrol agents in harm's way by doing what he's doing. There, how, I'm not going to speak to any actions on. that the president... How the fuck is creating a barrier between these fucking illegals and our country putting Border Patrol at risk? I, I don't understand You're, you're going to have to explain. Let, let me be very clear. When she's talking about danger to human life, I don't give a fuck about illegal immigrants' lives. I care about American lives, the mm-hmm. ones that are being fucked over constantly, not just by the violent... Uh, illegal immigrants are coming on, but the second, third order economic effects of this stuff, right? Like it's fucked. If you if you don't like how things are going in your country, fix your fucking country, bud. Yeah, right. Have some fucking balls and don't come here and leech off the shit that we created. Yeah, I don't get it. The other thing that that pisses me off about this fucking interview is, you know, she's saying that uh, Abbott is politicizing everything. It, this isn't. It shouldn't be a, a political issue at all. It is literally just trying to protect our mm. nation versus an invasion, against an invasion here. So yeah. politics, right or left, we should all be on the same side on this yeah. one, and I don't get that. Well, reasonable, reasonable people are, for the most part, which is why um, this, is, this is a big loser for the left. This is a bigger loser for them than abortion is for the right, frankly. Yeah, and on those exit polls down in New Hampshire on Tuesday for that primary, uh, number one, by the way, 70% was immigration. Number mm. two is economy of what people actually cared about. Yep. And that's the first time I've ever seen that. Usually economy is number one in every mm-hmm. single election. Well, there's a better stat that came out of New Hampshire. Only 29% of the people who voted for Nikki Haley were Republicans. Correct. And I brought they that have, up on the show. They have yeah. an open primary there, right? Mm-hmm. Which is interesting, you know, but no, nobody on the right wants her, obviously. Um, but why would you also get out of your house in freezing cold weather as a Democrat to vote against, uh, to, to cast a vote for Nikki Haley because in they're a race afra- they're, win? they're afraid of Trump, man. Like the left has pumped them so full, full of propaganda. They really believe that he's going he's gonna to try to be a dictator. Look what happened. Like, yeah, he fought a legal battle after the 2020 election. But like that dumb dumb from Girls Gotta Eat or whatever that stupid show was, I can't remember the name, her fucking name, some dumb bitch, came on the show and was like, they're going to have to drag him out of the White House. Like, no, he fucking walked out. No. Fuck you talking about? He wants to be a dictator. How, what would that even look like? How, how does one man become a dictator in, in, in the United States? As divided as we are, like, what the fuck? Do you think the military, like the military command is like 50-50 on him for mm-hmm. the most part? Yeah. So it's like, this isn't goddamn Germany or Egypt or something where the military has more control or more power than the than the elected officials. It just doesn't exist like that here. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know, man. It, it's people have just been pumped so full of propaganda that even though they agree on the issues, they can't agree with the man. That's a fucking problem, right? Like that. That's just you're, you're just brainwashed at that point. Because even Fetterman is like. 
he yeah or two days ago he was um walked outside of his office and there were palestinian protesters he just walked up right in front of their faces and waved an israeli flag and shit like that mm-hmm. so i don't i guess the secret to the curing liberalism is a fucking stroke maybe it is and that's that's what i said a few days ago um but as far as this fucking dumb bitch is concerned uh i want her launched into the goddamn sun um, I don't think I've hated a, a White House press secretary mm. more than her. Even let's take Jen Psaki, who was before her, for example. I didn't like her. She was good at her job. And let's face it, your job is to lie uh, for the president of the United States or cover up whatever mistakes they made or uh, make an effort to do so. She's so fucking dumb that none of this even sounds remotely real or possible where it's like he's politicizing. There isn't. I, we should all be concerned about the goddamn country here, right and left. It's a little bit of magician's patter at this point. Like, I don't think most people believe that there isn't a border crisis. I don't think that most people believe that. And that's a, that's a big problem, right? It's, it's a big Well, because it's coming to their cities for the first time. Yeah. In the last two years, this is the first time that it's really coming to their city. New York, it's coming to their mm. city. Denver, it's coming to their city. San Francisco, it's coming to their fucking city. Chicago, yeah. and it's you can, there, and they're shocked. And you can make the argument that um, to prove a political point, and you know, sometimes that it's, you, you need to prove political points. You need to educate people on what the fuck's actually going on. But we also sent... Like wheelchair sent millions or not millions. He sent thousands, tens of thousands of illegals deeper into the heart of our country and we'll never be able to find them. Now the Trump administration behind the scenes is been pretty clear. Uh, I don't know if they've any of this stuff has made it to the public yet, but I've heard it firsthand there. They want to deport seven to 8 million people. The first fucking quarter that he gets back into office. So January, that's to what March, I've heard as well. Yeah. January to March, 2025, he wants seven to 8 million people kicked the fuck out of this country. Yeah, uh, that'll if, be interesting. Right? It would be awesome. Now, on the other, on it the would other, be people on the left would rage. On the other side of that, I've had conversations with a couple of uh, Democratic consultants who say the Biden administration is not so casually or secretly exploring the legality and logistics of federalizing uh, uh, national guards outside of Texas to come here and deal with this situation. Right. Which would cause a civil war. That is the kind of the definition of one, yes. Yes. Um, so what would happen in that instance? Uh, we, we chatted about it on fake news yesterday. Um, I know Bob and Dan think the cartel would overrun Texas pretty easy. Why? why what, uh, ba- tell me why you think that, please, because that, that's an odd thing to say. It's different things. So I would think many uh, major companies and corporations would immediately move out of Texas. We would essentially lose uh, all of our airports. I don't know things we take for granted, or like our bank accounts would be frozen if we have if we're not part of a Texas home value credit would union. I think like the entire economy would just. But kind of why like do I think the cartel would, would fuck shit up? I mean, so let's say we or there's a civil war, right? Like a literal civil war, like mm-hmm. we're talking about, that immediately becomes a two front war. Well, actually, become. I mean, I guess if just all of the Texas that borders the United States is one front, and then the the border with Mexico becomes another front. Well, well, I mean, it wouldn't be all the borders of Texas though, because the Gulf is controlled by Republicans. Every state touching Texas, except for New Mexico, is Republican, and has their governors have declared support for Texas, right? So that's not really true. Now, as far as Mexico goes, the fuck are they going to do? Like, we've got aircraft with ordnance on it right here in Texas. If the cartel, look, and under normal circumstances, we wouldn't do this, but if the cartel starts shit, 
on the Mike side of the border, on the Mexican side of the border, we would carpet bomb the fuck out of those assholes tomorrow. If right? we keep the planes. And how yeah, many- yeah well, it's not like they fucking eva- it's not a fucking video game. They don't evaporate. What do you think they're going to do? Come repo them? They're going to send a repo man over here to take them? Isn't every military base in Texas technically U.S. owned? Every military what base is anywhere it? is technically. Well, I mean, no, not the National Guard ones. But, but so the, the, the Texas, Texas has an Air National Guard. Right. Which belongs to the state. Can't be federalized, legally speaking. But um, there's also the entire Air Force Special Operations Community training pipeline is in Texas, except for parts that are in Florida. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Right. We have F-16s, I think, here. Yeah. yeah, and and my question is, uh, and I don't know this. We have F twenty twos here as well. I'm asking this for in everyone. Yeah, what's I that? Believe so, right? In the guard? Uh, maybe not in the guard, but like, look, th- th- here's the problem, man. Um, do who do do people think that active duty soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines are going to come to Texas to force the border open? Does anybody really believe that? To force the border open, maybe not, but to keep the country intact? That that's not what we're fighting about. Right. Like if Texas tries to secede or whatever the fuck, that's a procedural thing. That's a that's a either a convention of states, which is legally allowed under the Constitution. So if if the federal government sent troops here to do that, now we're in a fucking real civil war. And it doesn't matter about your home price and everything, because that's a matter of survival, right? Um, the convention of states is perfectly legal. Um, and there's nothing the federal government can do about it. And if two-thirds of the states decide to dissolve the union, that's the fucking way it is, right? Um, now, I mean, they've done something about it before. Yeah, they have, right? But it's, it's, it's unconstitutional to do that, and I'm willing to fight for it. Like, if, if they come here and start that shit, I'll fucking get in gunfights. Let's do this. Well, there's a lot right. of people. A lot of, a lot of guys were willing to do that. And, and, yeah. well, and they are and now. They, and so there's yeah, a, but it's, di- it's, it's different now, right? Because with modern technology, it isn't just... Like, you, you think of, like, uh, the, the government, in quotations, like the royal we, or royal you, government, has stuff. No, it's operated by Americans. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, look, with the last time there was a secession crisis, the South seized quite like every federal armor. So what you're talking about would happen, right? That's mm-hmm. what happened the last time, right? Sure. Every every federal, most federal forts and uh, armories and stuff like that in the South mm-hmm. seized immediately by the Confederacy. Sure. Uh, they got quite a few, honestly, probably about half, right, of mm-hmm. the of the active U.S. military at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that it was very big, but the I mean, officers yeah, so and some of that. The the Two things, though, this, the North was wealthier, quite a bit wealthier, right? And we're able to do stuff that the South couldn't back then. Uh, to some degree, that's still true. And the other part of it is, and this is something that people are concerned about, that the federal government would look outside the U.S. for help to the U.N., to NATO, countries like France, Germany, et cetera, to come here. And now we have a, a literal invasion of our country. Mm-hmm. And look, man, I, we, like, I'm not going to not fight for what's right because I'm scared of the outcome. I know a lot of people feel that way. I know it's easy to be suburban these days and do shit, uh, but that's not how I think. Well, you're not alone in this because there was a report this morning and whether or not you believe this is true, that's uh, 27 uh, different militia groups um, <laughs> around the United States are on their way here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida State Police is already here. Florida at the State Police, um, North and South Dakota have sent people here. National Guard's been in, regular folk. I mean, it's... But I like it, it shouldn't come to this. Like I think it's I think it's this is all kind of silly to be honest. Like if a fight goes down, I'm going to be in it for sure. But it's silly. Like the fight isn't with the states who support Texas versus the states who don't. The fight is between reasonable people and the fucking progressive liberals in power right now. 
they have to these people need to be removed from power by force if necessary right like you you cannot allow 10 million fucking people to illegally enter the country in one in one presidential term that that can't happen right, right? and right, that's sure. exactly what's happened and i guess that was like i agree with you there it's just yeah. more when we were talking about it yesterday, we were just saying if it did go down, yeah, yeah. Texas would not thrive. It would not be like this giant. Not like, immediately, no. sure, but not, no, like only wars abroad you can thrive in, right? Because it just boosts your local economy and jobs. But when and there's stuff, war, yeah. and you're like England, like our economy during World War II was dope. England's not so much, right? Right. Like they were getting butt fucked by Germany the whole time. France, they were getting butt fucked by Germany the whole time. So yeah, there's going to be some lean times. The, the good news is though, you don't have to go outside of Texas for any of the necessary natural resources for the most part. Like fuel, we got it, right? Mm-hmm. Refineries, we got it. Uh, meat, we got Food, it. Food, yeah. We have the biggest compounding pharmacy in the world in Houston, right? That makes whatever the fuck. How much yeah, yeah. ammunition does Texas produce? <laughs> no, no, so that was a serious question. I like that one. And, actually, and the other one that a listener brought I mean, Tim up Tim Kennedy's is, got more at his house than the fucking uh, than the Texas National Guard has, probably. So I don't know. Uh, the other the other question too, and we'll we'll get to some from the listeners because this was, this topic was on fire yesterday. Was uh, someone had asked how many people are actually in the cartel, and I thought that's a great question too because I don't know that answer. How many people are in the Mexican cartel? Look, people point, pe- people that are good fighters. You mean? Yeah. I mean, they're all like fucking lackey retards. Anytime we get into an engagement with them, we've wiped them out immediately. So yeah. I'm not. Uh, my, my point about the cartel situation, and it would really probably, well, I don't know how, I don't know how deep it would go, but let's put it this way. We can't protect our border from them now. Yeah. Well, we can. We're just not allowed to. Yeah, we're right? not allowed I to. I don't think Texas has the resources to, without literally probably conscripting right. people. That's to- you, don't, you wouldn't need to conscript people, though, because there are people who are happy to go down there and point their rifles at that fucking border. And I'm glad you brought that up, Bob. So according to Newsweek about an hour ago, um, uh, wheelchair here, the Lone Star State, is seeking to deploy border security assets to the high-threat areas uh, to deny criminal organizations the ability to illegally move drugs and or people into the state of Texas. And volunteers will work with the Texas Military Department full-time, and they will earn $55 a day, apparently, uh, according to this agency's website. That's more than jury duty, bitch. So what's... But uh, we've, we've also talked about how they've already infiltrated U.S. government anyway, right? Who's the they in that statement? The cartel. The cartel. And in oh, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of times. In yeah. Arizona. Not yeah. just Arizona, Ohio. Here, too. Illinois. I'm sure here. I'm sure here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's fine. You know, here's the thing about uh, people. They have throats. Man's got a throat. You can cut it. Yeah. But how many are there? How, like, what's the number that you would have to take care of? Um, I mean, that's not really... Unless Mexico is a country declared war on us, because they don't have air assets there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we, I, mean, I don't think they would. I think they want the cartel gone as much as, as we do. Well, they want the violence to stop, so there's so much. They want the money to continue. They want the violence to go away, right? They want the fentanyl deaths to go away, because they, it's like, if you're, a, let's just say you're a corrupt politician, you don't want press. You just want that fucking envelope full of money. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, of course the Mexican government doesn't want that bullshit. I'm guessing, like that whole shit that went down with uh, with the uh, Chapitos murdering people for continuing to sell um, fentanyl and shit. I maybe it was in the American government that reached out. Maybe it was the Mexican government. Either way, like they both have a lot to lose. American on the political optics side, and then of course uh, the Mexican government. Well, members of the Mexican government ha- are going to lose 
millions and millions of dollars in bribes if the U.S. starts sending troops down there and shit, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. <clears throat> I, I don't think they, they work together. The cartels and the government work together for sure. But the the government, the United States government, yeah, okay. no, no, well, no, 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 the Mexican government. Okay, um, but the Mexican government under no circumstances would do overt violent actions towards the U.S. That would be a suicide for them. They because they sincerely do not have the resources to handle that. Um, so I'm going to, uh, one other thing I want to bring up and then I'll get to all your questions because you guys bombarded us today and I, lo- I love it. I think these are all valid questions here. Um, so with Mexico, because I actually love Mexico as a country, mm-hmm. it's a blast to go through. It's beautiful. There's, uh, some amazing areas down there. Obviously I haven't been out to the sticks and all that other bullshit. Um, but what's to stop Mexico from putting up a border or some form of strong border at their border so these fucks can't even come up through Mexico to get into the United States. Um, why would, what would be the impetus for them to do that? Because then... Well, because it's Guatemala, well, then it's all those China. People, like, then all those people stay in, in Mexico. They don't want that. No, no, no. But if you put up a border wall before they get to Mexico on mm. the other side, right? Because so, what they're doing is flying in... We talked about this with uh, China. They're flying into... Uh, uh, what is it? Venezuela? Or what's the, what's the one that... Ecuador? That, where mm. there's no... Yeah. No uh, extradition, yeah. Yeah. So they're flying in. They're, they're all coming up on convoys through there. Guatemala, all that other shits. What's to stop Mexico from putting up their own border there and stopping all these people from entering Mexico because that's part of the thing that's killing their economy as well. Yeah. So when, let's say um, when Rome would take over a new area, like when Caesar was, when Caesar won, Julius Caesar was uh, conquering Gaul and all that stuff and becoming a rich man, he didn't just leave the cities unattended after, right? He left a contingent of troops there to defend that place. Um, and that's what you do. It's defense in depth. Like a thousand sticks are harder to break than one branch. He also uh, uh, killed a million Gauls and enslaved another million. Which that's right. But he also t- he also made an entire legion of Gauls, right? Who fought for him because he continued to pay him, right? Mm. So it's like there's the 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 point of that isn't the he's a yeah he killed a bunch of people. Well, Speaking, it's easier to maintain if you. Take out, take out a lot of people. Certainly, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, speaking of currency, will we have to move on from the U.S. dollar? Um, no, I don't think so, really, to be honest, because I don't think I don't think the country is going to fracture into two things. I, I don't I don't believe that. That doesn't make sense to me. But if it's, we seceded. we're too we're too geographically intertwined and infrastructurally intertwined at this point for that to ever happen. So what would happen is somebody would win, but and would, somebody would lose. Would they freeze our assets if we were like uh, possibly digital bank? assets? Yeah. yeah. So you know, but you know. So what you're envisioning is is not really secession so much as it is, um, I guess, more like a Roman civil war where it's just like the country is or the empire in that instance stays intact, but then it's just a different ruling party. Well, if that were the case, if it were a different ruling party, if somehow people, the conservatives felt like it, this was just a conservative country now and they're in charge, I wouldn't be in favor of that either. Now, maybe a lot of people would, but... That's not. But we kind of have our sort of bird-brained. We only have our American idea of what a civil war is, mm-hmm. right? Which is they were trying to secede. We're trying to keep them. Blah yeah. blah blah. But like the English Civil War, all the, all the fucking eight million Roman civil wars. Yeah, that was for really just control over the existing country. It wasn't really trying to split anything or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I mean, if so, you know, if the battle was conservative versus liberal or progressive or whatever, however you want to call it. 
I, I'm, I wouldn't fight that. That's not, that fight happens with your mouth, not with a gun. Um, but if it's over authoritarianism versus not, um, then yeah, I'll be, I'll be involved in that for sure. And the point of it has to be to reestablish the premacy of the Constitution. That's it. Right. If that's not the goal, then you're not getting my fucking vote, right? Um, and we can, you know, if, if there's some debate on changing or updating certain things to make it more clear, to prevent some of this authoritarian bullshit from happening again, that's fine. But the Constitution is is the is is the primer for for us. That that's the Bible for our country. You know what I mean? Um, and if anything, if it's just one group of people that wants control that's not going to work it, it'll never work right so there's the problem with it's the problem with violent revolutions it has to stay violent forever to maintain its control but a revolution of ideas now you're changing people's minds you have to have um a groundswell you have to have a critical mass of individuals who believe that and refuse to believe anything else right mm-hmm. um and that that that's true not just in warfare or revolution it's true in just culture daily human life like it's unacceptable to let somebody suffer in your presence like you go help them right that used to be the standard mm-hmm. now it's an exception like i was on a plane back here last night and as people were getting on i do i do what i always do which is help old people and women put their shit up mm-hmm. in the overhead and uh i did it three times while we were um while we were boarding and then when we got off the plane four other dudes stood up and started doing the same thing that's how that works yeah right people follow fucking uh strong examples of things and then it becomes part of your identity and saying no we saw it with the governance disinformation board department of homeland security tried to create a thought police in america just last year mm-hmm. right and everybody regardless of political party was like nope yeah get the fuck out and that lady was fired within a week it was it was uh gone and abolished pretty mm-hmm. quickly there uh, i'm gonna get to some of your questions because uh I, I think these are great and they're super thoughtful from the listeners uh, a lot of you didn't want to be named uh, because of what you do for a living that's fine uh, i won't do that uh do you guys believe personally ross and dan uh that we should split um not only just the states or potentially the country we can vote about it if people want to do it. Yeah, sure. Why not? I thought about I, this. I, I mean, I think it weakens us, frankly. Like the, the thing that made the thing that makes the United States truly powerful, and it's we we don't always take advantage of the, all of these things, but the the elements of the United States that make it truly powerful, uh, the strength of our people, is certainly a big part of it. There's no question about that. Uh, our geography, having three thousand miles of ocean to either side of us. It is, it is very hard to invade us, very hard, unless we let them, which we've done, right? Yeah. Um, it is extremely difficult to invade us because we basically have two borders to protect. Uh, and then we have, because of these elements and because of our, uh, the ingenuity, all the, all the tech that's come out of America and innovation over the years since the, let, let's say, early part of the 19th century, really, um, we've become wealthy and as... Uh, an effect of that we have the most advanced military by a very wide margin in the world this the the largest air force in the world is our air force and the second largest is our navy and we're rocking fifth generation almost sixth generation fighters now and everybody else is on fourth 
there's nothing anybody can do to us unless we let them, which is odd that we are, frankly. Um, so <sighs> staying together makes more sense than splitting apart to me. Okay. Um, so, and, and, and it's like when the state is big, the individual is small. And the inverse of that is also true. When the individual is big, the state is small. This is, this is what we believe. Um, so, you know, nobody, I don't want anybody to live in a world where people oppress them, whether you're fucking conservative or liberal. I don't give a fuck about that. Liberty only exists if it exists for everybody. Um, and we know that the best way to accomplish that is by giving the states more rights, giving the individual more rights. It's just the way it is, right? People will, people will police themselves. And it's also true in baseball when they stopped... Um, when they started throwing pitchers out for hitting people, mm-hmm. look at everybody pimps home runs now. Everybody is disrespectful now. And look, fine, whatever. Have fun. It's baseball. It's a game. Uh, but hockey, it's worse. As, as the number of fights go down, you can watch this documentary or Ice Gardens, Guardians on Netflix and it tells you this. When the rate of fighting goes down, the rate of serious injury goes up. Right? And it's because when you let people police things at the lowest possible level, Things stay calmer, right? Mm-hmm. People work things out, and it's hard to hate up close. So you have to actually go confront that guy instead of suing him in court or whatever the fuck people do, right? You have to be like, hey, man, I didn't like that. And it's hard to just say, fuck you. I don't like it either. You know what I mean? I, like the Hatfields and McCoys, that was an outlandish, outstanding situation. It, that's why it's famous. If that was the standard, if it was a standard to hate your neighbor, we, that wouldn't even be a story, right? So, you know, <clears throat> staying together makes way more sense makes way more sense to and how do you argue with it given the states more rights like if a, a leftist wants to tell you what to do just laugh in their fucking face right right that that that's the real solution not to to get everybody wants to get violent all the time yeah but they don't understand the people that are calling for violence almost always have no concept of it mm-hmm. all right Anthony. i know you've been gone for a week you know the rules we got some sponsors Put the shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, firstform.com forward slash drinking bros. You got to get those micro factors, dog. I just took him right before I went on the show. I just took him right before I went on the show. It's not just a multivitamin, all right? It's a convenient daily packet with six products included in it that provides what you need on a daily basis to be healthy. Because let's face it, we don't eat the way we need to in order to fulfill the demands of our body uh, without getting these vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients in us consistently. We're going to struggle to reach any type of health or fitness goal, whether that's weight loss, putting on muscle, getting lean, or just overall being healthy. What's in them? Well, we got the antioxidants, the multivitamins, the probiotics, the CoQ10s, the EFAs, and the fruits and veggies. EFAs, by the way, it's essential fatty acids. Grow up if you don't know that. Grow up. Or just get the goddamn box, dude. You don't even have to know what it is. Just put it inside you. It's a a nice little cardboard box. Comes with uh, all the the vitamins packaged together in one neat, unique little package through a a nice little trap door here at the bottom. Just pops out and says, hey, dummy, take your vitamins. This way you don't have to order 60 different sets off of Amazon, scrape them off the counter with a butter knife into the S through S. Uh, blue pouch thing that you're doing. Let's face it, I run out of them, you forget or whatever. This has got it all dialed in for you. You don't have to think about it. Pop them in your mouth every day and you're good to go. Highly, 
Recommend their energy drinks over there at firstform.com slash drinking bros as well. Best in the biz, in my opinion. And, uh, and it's like Hardy F. Seltzer, man. They're sold out at a lot of places. And I'm a gigantic fan, and that's why over there. But I order mine online, and then they just get shipped right to the office. Uh, so head on over to firstform.com forward slash drinking bros. Uh, you get free shipping on orders over $75. Get the microfactors and then throw some energy drinks in there and you're good to go, dude. Uh, next up, we got mybookie.com. Promo code drinking bros doubles that first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Super Bowl is here, kids. Who you got? Head on over to mybookie.com and check out their prop bets. They're alive right now, kids. We got. The Super Bowl teams in place. Uh, you got the over-under for yards for the quarterbacks, rushing yards, receptions. All that is now live on mybookie.com. For the Super Bowl, I know you're only going to see about uh, 300, which you're like, Jesus, Russ, that's a lot. It's going to be so much more for the Super Bowl. I can promise you that. My bookie goes all out for the Super Bowl. Uh, within the next two weeks from here to the Super Bowl, you're probably going to see prop bets uh, close to 1,000. Uh, on there and uh, we're talking over unders for the national anthem america the beautiful all that stuff every year you know d'anthony uh holloway and i always do an elongated super bowl show which is super over the top we do coin tosses for christ's sakes on drinking bros sports over there and it is the highest uh gambled on event of the year every single year Go to mybookie.com, type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS to double that first deposit up to $1,000, and then bet on the game. Chances are you're going to a friend's house, a party, a neighbor's, whatever the fuck it is over there. Can you really feel alive inside if you don't have money on the game? Yes, I know your neighborhood is doing squares. MyBookie also does squares. Last year, shit, I won two quarters. won $500 on MyBookie. It was fucking awesome. Uh, Love going to these guys. Uh, Waste Management is also the same weekend over there in golf. Uh, Delco Dan and I on Delco Dan's Dirty Golf Bets show. We'll have all those picks for you as well. Tons of stuff to bet on right now. Head on over to mybookie.com. Use that promo code Drinking Bros to double that first deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars. Uh, last, last but not least, shit, we got fucking hardafseltzer.com. I was excited because I saw Ryan Mills walk in here. He's our uh, new sales rep we just hired for the state of Texas. One of our first hires, dude. He just popped in. Maybe we'll get him or his brother up at the end of the show. Uh, but we're live in Texas. We're in HEBs. We're in all the Total Wines. I know it's selling out quick. Ryan's going to get it stocked up uh, as quickly as possible here over the next month. Super Bowl, like I just mentioned, is right around the corner. Grab a 12-pack. Take it to a neighbor's house, for Christ's sakes. It's 8%. No carbs, no sugars, no gluten, if you give a fuck about that. Uh, We're also live in Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, and Ohio. Click on the store locator at hardafseltzer.com today. Uh, Pop in your city or your zip. It'll take you to the closest store nearest you. So that way you can be all stocked up for the Super Bowl. If you want to watch it at a bar, say you're in Columbus, Ohio, uh, go to uh, Short North Pine House. Go to Urban Meyer's Pine House. He might even be there for the Super Bowl out in Dublin, Ohio. If you're raging down on campus, dude, head on down to Standard Hall, 14 or no liquors. If you want to feel close to a college stadium or just a stadium in general, 
Alabama, Tuscaloosa is all stocked up at Ramajama. Corks and Tops has got you covered there. That Shell Station on 1405 University Boulevard, all good there. All the Total Wines in the Southeast. If you're stocking up for for uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, Total Wines has got you covered. Uh, if you want to eat and watch the Super Bowl, head on over to fucking Whiskey Creek there on uh, Mason Burrow Loop Road. It's Jesse and I's favorites, and all the brunches in Wilmington, North Carolina uh, are all stocked up full of hard AF seltzer as well. Feel free to click on that store locator. I feel like we're getting everywhere, and we're going to be a lot more places real soon. If you're not in one of those states or a surrounding state, we still ship right to your house in plenty of time for the Super Bowl. And uh, you can do that by going to hardafseltzer.com today, and we'll ship right to your house. Uh, and for me personally with this question, uh, 10 years ago, I wouldn't even thought about this. Uh, more and more, though, as people's fucking, uh, I mean... I guess their, their, their mindset has changed and they're allowing the, these fucked up policies to destroy their cities and all that other stuff. I wouldn't be necessarily against it. How you get there, I don't know. Um, somebody else was saying, well, how would you split it? Let's say there was a civil war. How would you split it? I'd go east and west, I think, on that. Um, but just because of the way it already lines up, I think all the blue states are already there and they're never going to change ever any, anyways. Um, so I would go east and west on that. And uh, I don't like, me personally, seeing cities that I love being destroyed in such a short amount of time. Uh, and this comes with the advantage of, uh, of age. Um, and seeing how quickly these, these cities can go from great to shit. Ooh. And it's, you know, 10, 12 years tops where you're mm -hmm. like, holy fucking shit. Now we've got serious problems here. If this continues for another four years, let's say the border issue continues for another four years, our country is absolutely fucked. Um, and nobody's coming together on this. And I, why Democrats don't want it, I, I just don't understand it. Um, I know they want the votes and all that other stuff, but you just simply can't afford it. And then once it gets to those cities, everybody's now bitching about what's going to happen. I think if you want that in place, yeah, I, I wouldn't be necessarily against it, but how do you get there? I, I don't know that answer. Yeah, I mean, there's no geographical solution to that. I don't think. I, I don't either. Um, but would I be against it? The honest answer is no. Uh, and I think as time goes on, um, everybody's ideals, I, you need to line up with who you, you like. And, you know, even on a smaller level, and I'll go back to what Dan says a lot on Citizen. Um, if you haven't uh, watched that show or listened to it, it's, uh, it's a lot about what you do in your own community. And hopefully that grows outwards. Um, we have a fucking six-lane highway that is about to go through Austin all the way up and everything else. Um, I'm having more and more conversations with strangers that I never really talk to, uh, either you know, kids' parents that I coach uh, and things like that. And everybody's concerned about the same thing in their local community. How do they help each other? What's going to be there? And all that other stuff. And you can see how easily people would come together in your community. But in a country this big of 330 million people, I don't know how you get there at this point. Um, and it seems like we're getting more and more divided. And the cities that are going down, it seems like they're fine with those cities being fucking Thunderdome at this point. And uh, I don't know what you do with that. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I'm not, I don't really care what happens to California or Washington or Oregon. Um, Me neither. But or, isn't that crazy as an American citizen that we don't care about four or five states mm -hmm. over there and what, what happens to them? Well, see. Like, I, I, I want them to succeed and do well. Like, I want them to, but... I'm not going to care if you don't, right? 
Yeah. This is this yeah. is broken window theory. Like if you don't give a fuck about your area, no one else is gonna care either. And if don't don't tell me you care when uh I mean Bob made a funny post about this yesterday about uh Oregon and their decriminalization of drugs, right? Now it's worked in certain areas. It's worked pretty well in Portugal, for example, where they took all the money they were using for drug enforcement and went out onto the street and found people, put them into drug rehab, and then found them fucking careers, not jobs, but careers afterwards, right? Oregon's plan was just like, ah, fuck it, man. We don't need rules here. Like, all right, man, you think the average uh, Oregonian, Amer- American in general, is, is mature enough to not have rules? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, man. Like, it, 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 that's fucking stupid. But, uh, yeah, I, like, don't ask me to care more about your house than you care. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's not how that works. Uh, next question here uh, from a listener was, uh, if Biden ends up trying to federalize the Texas National Guard uh, and or he sends other National Guards from other states down to Texas, what would happen? Uh, for the first one, the Texas National Guard would say no. They would refuse that order because it is, it is an uh, unlawful order. Mm-hmm. It is an unlawful order to tell... Um, a state military that they can't protect their own border and the supreme court that 5-4 ruling yeah unlawful order ignore that uh now if they send other national guards i don't know who's they're sending i i don't know who it would be either 80 percent of the military is fucking republican bud yeah 85 and some places 95 and others you know what i mean and some of these states uh, that haven't committed to supporting Texas yet, like Kentucky and North Carolina, for example, um, and Arizona and Kansas, they are red states that happen to have blue governors, right? Um, and that those militaries are not going to support any of this. So I guess you're going to get like the West Coast National Guard people, maybe. But I don't think the National Guardsmen would take that order. Honestly, I don't think they would. People have been asking me, a lot of active duty people actually have been asking me, like, what, what, what can I do here? Because I feel like I can't do much. This isn't our fight necessarily. I'm like, well, it might become your fight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, something called the Posse Comitatus Act that says federal troops aren't allowed to be used on American soil for anything other than disaster relief. They're not allowed to carry a firearm inside the country. Like, you, if I'm in uniform out in public and I'm an active duty soldier and I have a gun on me, like if I have my concealed carry pistol on me, I'm committing a felony, right? Um, so... The answer to that question is you have a do, and this is something that you learned in basic training, by the way, you have a legal and moral duty to disobey unlawful orders, not disobey, not just disobey them, but to make sure everybody else disobeys them as well. And to have a military force come to a state and force it to allow an invasion of its state, that is unconscionable for one and two, immoral and unethical and illegal. You have a duty to, to refuse that. Okay, uh, next question. Could Biden legally uh, send the U.S. military down here? No. Okay. And, not, why, not, and why not? Not unless, like, if the, if the, if, I, you know what, I would have to look into why, but the, 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 or under what circumstances it might be allowed. But the main reason is the Posse Comitatus Act. It, it, you can't use military force on, like, even if there was a terrorist attack in the u.s sending delta or, C- or dev group to go handle it 
technically would be illegal, right? Now you can attach them to this is fucking Sicario, right? You can attach them to uh, a domestic agency for support, but mm-hmm. they can't be the primary on that. So what would that be, right? Like you would attach them to fucking the FBI. All of a sudden, the FBI controls the military now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't need to tell you how the military feels about the FBI. I don't think. Uh, next question: Would Congress have to vote on this to go against Texas to send troops in? Uh, we don't even vote to send troops to the Middle East. Why would we vote for this? Yeah, that's what I, I mean. I, I yeah, yeah, so. yes. Legally speaking, you're supposed to, but it doesn't happen. Uh, JFK's in Alabama or whatever was an executive order. Mm. So could Joe? Okay. So could Joe Biden then do the same thing? Sure. For with the National Guard, not with active duty troops. Okay. Uh, and then what would that number look like? I don't know. It better be a lot. And they better bring some fucking body bags. But I don't th- again, I don't think anybody would obey that order, frankly. I don't either. I don't either. Um, like, this isn't, this isn't back in the day when, like, during the uh, American Civil, Civil War, I understood that fight to some degree. That made sense, right? This one doesn't make any sense. I, 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 I look, I'm with you here. The thing that I've, I'm shocked the most about is why Democrats are even putting up a fight of wanting to have the border open in the first place. Because I, I just I, don't get it. I, it's, you know, a lot of people that I know that work in the intelligence community think they're trying to force a conflict so they can bring NATO here. And to that, the United States? Yes. And that that's a bigger, that's a part of a bigger operation that's been going on for years with whatever davos world economic forum bilderberg that to to globalize the like everything right and is this because of trump or just no, in general trump, like, trump has been coming for a while trump is a boogeyman the same way that we use russia as a boogeyman that is trying to use him to be like oh i mean this is how it always works he's so dangerous we have to bring france and germany here to help us yeah you, uh you don't think it's as simple as uh that's like the democratic answer to decline in birth rates in the country Uh, I mean, that's called the Great Replacement Theory, Delco, and it's a right-wing conspiracy theory, bud. I don't think it's that either. I think it's just more... It is that, yeah. Yeah. I I actually do think there are some people in the Democratic Party who think that. Yeah, and look, it's people on the right would say, oh, that's evil, blah, blah. It's like, slow down. It's happened organically every... 40 to 50 years in America since our inception, right? We've had mass influxes of, of Irish, then Italian, then fucking Mexican, or whatever the fuck, right? Japanese and Chinese in the early part of the 20th century. Fucking happens, yeah. dude. It's not... It's not <laughs> it is not intrinsically bad that that happens sometimes because, you know... Uh, I mean, uh, literally most of the people bitching about it came here through a great replacement. Yeah, certainly it's a, well, I mean, yeah, unless you're a fucking founder. Yeah. Right. Like I'm Irish and German, mm-hmm. Irish and fuck knows what Portuguese. Portuguese, Portuguese yeah. Uh, yeah. Was that why you went to Portugal? Yeah, dude, the homeland. I didn't know that. Have you not been paying attention for the last six months? <laughs> About him? Yeah. Not really. Fair enough. It's just yeah. choppy sentences. And I, I kind of put the pieces together later. Uh, so was that that family trip was was for real, like to go back and see the homeland? Yeah. That's okay. Pretty, that's pretty dope. Yeah, I, we, we've never had anything like that in my family. That's why I ask. Um, uh, next question is, do you believe, uh, this is for you, mm-hmm. uh, Dan, that we will have a fair and honest election in November? No. I don't either. But I do still think Trump's going to win. I, I think too many people are paying attention for him to 
fuck it over this time. I think they're going to focus more on um, lower level people. Okay. Not like judges, district attorneys, things like that. Uh, next one is, is also for you here because you were gone. This is a, a discussion we had this week about polls. Uh, I said that I don't believe in any of these polls. Uh, today's or even more proof of that. Well, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's Do so you many. you believe in any of these fucking Fuck polls? No, like, yeah. ra- so Biden's approval rating is the lowest, and it's actually tied with the lowest ever at this point in a presidency since modern polling started with Jimmy Carter. Right. And so I, but here's right. what, but so then I, ra- I read but that, then, I read that in Gallup. But then that ra- was the Gallup poll. But then Rasmussen has him at 48% approval. <laughs> right, right. right. Like, come on, man. Like, so no, I read the same articles this morning, and that, that's exactly why I don't believe in these polls. However, one of these is going to be true, and I just don't know what it is in the end. And uh, it's a reason why guys like Nate Silver are, are a one and done. It was a nice little walk off for him, but then he got it wrong, uh, was able to, to putter around for the next few years, and then ultimately got fired. One of the main reasons why this show exploded in 2016 was I correctly predicted every state except for Pennsylvania and the 2016 election. Now, 2020, I got it wrong. I got it very, very wrong. I, I could not, and I still can't believe that Biden won that fucking election. Yeah, I mean, they, they played it smart. They hit him, and they cheated, and they used social media to fucking warp people's brains. So, yeah, they, like, hey, Trump probably would have won had that not happened. But <clears throat> can't call him blameless. Like, are you not in charge of the FBI and Homeland Security and Anthony Fauci? You're not mm-hmm. in charge of those guys? They work for you, motherfucker. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I, I get it. Certainly, don't, don't think of it as Trump being fucked over. Think of it as you being fucked over by everybody to include his incompetence. Frankly, that's what happened, right? Yeah. Asleep at the wheel. And, and ourselves to some degree for being asleep at the wheel just over the past 40 years. But, yeah. Uh, next up, uh, a guy was asking about uh, Nikki Haley. He said, Dan has been on this story for close to a year here. Uh, the, the story just broke last week about her affairs and all that stuff. How did you know in advance is what's, what he's asking here. <laughs> next question. Why the fuck would you even ask that? I want to know the answer. Yeah, I went to the Long Island Medium. <laughs> And she fucking told me, jackass. Not answering that. I will say this for this listener here. Like, even I, like, we've never heard this. I've never heard it anywhere. I'm with you. I've never heard it anywhere outside of him. It did come true. And there I was, called what, Christy Noam, too, from you did? the you did. South Dakota, whatever the fuck stupid state she's So from. I understand why he's asking. But because you don't, there are no secrets in American politics. If, no, there are none no of us don't knew. Besides, like, I, because you you're telling me that was the first time I never heard it. You don't talk to the people I do. I don't. You're, you're absolutely right. But everybody in politics knew this. It's not like fucking special. Everybody knew. People just keep their mouth shut. I, on the other hand, don't give a fuck. As a matter of fact, that's why people tell me things. Because they know I don't give a fuck. Dan woke up next to them. That's why. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I banned Chris. You know <laughs> um, uh, there's, a new, there's a new little fucking ditty that's coming out soon. What do you got? It's going to be really funny. Okay. Just because of the irony of it. Um, the Biden administration is going to try to ban menthol cigarettes this year. Why menthols? I. Aren't they going after Zinn too? They're going after Zinn. Well, Chuck Schumer's going after Zinn, and that now that I'm angry about. Yeah, the Biden the Biden admin is going after menthol cigarettes. Well, that's See, for I understand going after Zinn because that is going to crush with suburban white women. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, actually, but, so every I'm not even kidding. Every woman I know that's a 
that's in the intelligence community has Zen tucked in their lip all the time. Every every, fu- every college. No, I'm talking every, about no, women. Yeah, yeah, yeah women, women too. Yeah, specifically. Jesse Jesse had it the other day. Yeah, um, but but uh, yeah. So menthol cigarettes. That's next up on the ban list. And I, can I say something? It's, that's, it's so ironic. That, that's stereotypical and racist. It's not racist if it's true. That is primary in the black community. Yes, that's correct. Why so, would they want to do that when that's their voting base? Well, why would Biden say if you don't vote for me, you aren't black, right? So it's I have two competing statements here. If you don't vote for me, you aren't black, but you can't have menthols. Okay. That doesn't seem like a winning argument to me. No. Like what's next? This other list of things that black people enjoy? I'm not going to say them. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. I'll pick up a weapon for menthols. Yeah. A lot of people would. 100%, dude. A lot of people Isn't would. Isn't that pick crazy, up a though? Like, nobody's menthols. talking about that yet. That, I, it's, it's running around in political circles right now, but nobody in media. Nobody even in podcasts, maybe they don't know yet, but I'm telling you today, that's on the agenda for 24. I've never heard that in a million In a years. fucking election season. Yeah. In an election year, they're going to fucking try to weaponize uh, uh, illegal immigration, and they're going to ban menthol cigarettes. Like, and Zen, dude. You don't do that no. before an election. It's silly. But we'll be making fun of that. As I get more information, we'll be making more and more fun of that because it's fucking stupid. By the way... Um, uh, 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 Delco, I think Texas, I'm looking at some charts right now. I think Texas takes like the fourth or fifth least amount of federal funding per person. And mm. remember that that federal funding can include disaster relief and stuff like that to some degree. Yes, some stuff that is necessary, but it also includes federal welfare system bullshit yeah. that isn't necessary. I it's, do think a third of Texas, though, is on like some form of Medicaid or. Yeah, Some, elderly people, yeah. right? But the, yeah. t- Texas is perfectly oh. capable of providing its own med- medicine to people. I also have concerns about the food supply, actually. Just the grain uh, and the wheat. Just eat Axis deer, bud. Uh, you're going to have to eat the wild animals because they're not going to be able Man. to feed the cows. Dude, I've, let, I've been no, hunting. The, Hunting's the, so boring. It sucks. You don't need to hunt. I'll do it, and you just fucking eat the food, bitch. Jake, right. Jake is, is Jake here? Is that him back yeah, there? he's back there. No, that's, that's Ryan. Ryan Moses oh. is back there. Oh. Um... Either Jake Steaks is also coming in oh, this no, yeah, weekend he'll to bring us some yeah. meat. Uh, yeah, he's bringing bison up. and shit. Yeah, I would, I, if he was here, shit, I'd just bring him up on Yeah, him. but I mean, so if, if you look at the, at the map of states that support us, I mean, uh, Arkansas, Missouri produce quite a bit of that stuff as well. And Missouri's never going to run out of cattle or pigs or sheep because of the snow runoff, right? Like they have the most, some of the most fertile soil in the country. So don't worry about that. Food supply will be fine, bud. Would uh, interstates be affected, I imagine? Uh, the interstate highway? I mean, we would have to repair it ourselves, yeah. Yeah, it's already a piece of shit. And then our yeah, it's already stuff. sucking shit, man. This is like general inability to handle even minor inconveniences. <laughs> yeah. would, I, would I honestly... Well, I mean, you know, but like iron sharpens iron, right? Tough times make tough men. Maybe we'll actually fix the energy grid if we have a civil war. <laughs> Good. Uh, but I, I think the other part of this is looking at the states that are surrounding us that support Texas, mm-hmm. I don't think Texas would be alone in this. Oh, no. So, like, I, I'm no, looking no. here. Arkansas, they've sent down uh, National Guard. A bunch of other states Louisiana's have governor sent also down. said exactly. they would send people over. Yes. So, so, Louisiana actually offered DPA, like, state police. Too. Right. So, I, I, this wouldn't be just Texas. Right. So. We would certainly have to go somewhere for an ally or you know just get any type of imports well who's around us so we got louisiana arkansas oklahoma Oklahoma's north uh, arkansas louisiana alabama mississippi georgia alabama's South, all South in. carolina florida 
what, mean, those are Tennessee. What, what country will we go to outside of the U.S.? Um, Argentina, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're libertarian now, to, apparently. <laughs> to travel or no, for like just imports and exports and everything. Aid. Like people, people we would. Kind I don't of know that trade, trade would be an issue, really. People uh, we would trade with, I guess. I, I really don't think that would be a huge issue, but yeah, trade trade partners would be interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that, but that's like. So if you're talking about the back and forth of diplomacy during an argument like this that's going on, going externally for a new trade partners is kind of one of the steps you take to form your own country, and I think that would be an unnecessary escalation unless things were in fucking like extremely dire conditions, frankly. But I, I really don't think it's going to come to that. I mostly think – I honestly, I mostly get annoyed at it because it's like it's, – it's just like, dude, you're just a bunch of Patrick Henry LARPers. Like, yeah, I, yeah I, they're a bunch of gay lords. Like I mean, I just, I, none of this is going to happen anyways. Yeah. The, left, the left does not have the balls to push this. No, I but it's, it's, it's fun to entertain, they, and, they, I, they and I enjoy all your comments, yeah, by yeah. the way. No, like, for yeah, real, I enjoy all the messages. It's interesting, but the left will never do any of this stuff. They know that they would lose this. Nebraska's in, by the way. So if Idaho, you're looking Montana. to feed, if you're looking to feed animals, like they're already in. They've all already the sent places where down. we grow food, except for California, are in. Even North Dakota's in. Well, of course they are. Why wouldn't North they and South Dakota? It's far. It's I still got to get here, though. Yeah, that's it's, fine. It this, does, but if you have the rest of the states, then at least you'd have the highways and maybe. the convoy enabled to execute. The entire southeast would be available and that's that's enough i mean uh, you know I, I assume the confederacy thought they were gonna do okay on the rivers. well they didn't here. starve to death they kind of did yeah no. they lost a lot it was not easy to get food in that country and there was more what was it it wasn't a 10 to 1 union versus confederates in that war so i mean they I had way more was, people i mean the union definitely had more people yeah, yeah but the south was like whatever they're all lib pussies anyway but with this <laughs> i think wouldn't well, that well, was. Let's, let's that, say America did split up. We would have the numbers. That wasn't the case back then. Like they, they weren't just a bunch of pussies back then. The the North, I mean, it was still all hunters and farmers and people who were veterans of of. Well, they thought that other wars. It was a more urbanized culture, and they thought the urban population was bitches. Yeah, but that's stupid. Then yeah, I agree. Now, now it is not stupid. Now that is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Then it was fucking retarded, right? Yeah. There were no soft men back then. You wouldn't live. <clears throat> Except for even Matthew Broderick's character was able to turn it around in glory for Christ's sakes, you know? Yeah, but he was a real bitch at the beginning. I know. He was a bitch throughout the movie, in my opinion. Um, you know. What are you talking about, man? Going up to that dude being like, I'm a good shot, and then just popping off shots next to his ear and being like, load faster, you he, bitch. That's what I'm saying. But he he learns. He learns. He, he learned did, to be a leader. He did put his money where his mouth. He wouldn't take pay unless everybody else did. Yeah. I mean, but what was he going to spend it on? They were in a fucking war. Yeah. My <laughs> whole thing is, I think we would hold our own in an actual like war scenario, but afterwards, it would just be a giant struggle well yeah of course if that that's well that's always the case though right in a civil war nobody like sometimes you never come out of it frankly like somalia right. ethiopian eritrea been at war since uh like, what 90 90 or 91 mm-hmm. i think like literally constantly at war since then i yeah. think we would just be a third world country texas would be if it was its own country, yeah, but that would never happen. I don't think that would ever I happen. I think everybody would join up. Um, and the other interesting I, part uh, about well, this... If it's the states you just listed, so Texas isn't a donor state a lot of times, but all those other states are like the poorest fucking states yeah, in the country. Mississippi and, and, uh, and, and uh, Louisiana especially, although to a large degree that's because of natural disaster stuff. Yes. So... That's part hurricanes. of There's also quite a bit of poverty there as well. Yeah. We and I, and I brought that up about all the time. I was going to say, I brought that up about, about Galveston the other day. Like Galveston, every three years, mm-hmm. it feels like they get fucking nuked by something. Yeah. And that was my only concern. Again, you weren't here, but that was my only concern for Texas was uh, funding it. Um, because that's where the federal money comes in is during a natural disaster. And then how do you fund all of that? Um, 
But I think everybody else would end up joining in on this. The other part, too, that uh, we've seen in recent years, not over the course of, of my lifetime, but it's just more or less in the last five years, is you already see people starting their own schools, like a Tim mm. Kennedy or a, a Tucker Max <clears throat> and those guys and everything else. A lot like, of people, yeah. It is. So it's, you do feel a shift uh, is, is to the way it used to be, where it was like, well, I got to sign to this public school and I'm going to this public school and that's all that's going to happen and everything else. Uh, it seems like more people are uh, opening schools, learning to hunt, learning to fish, learning to shoot, all that other stuff, going to jujitsu, learning to fight, mm-hmm. things like that, uh, than it used to be back in the day. So I, I, would, I, could, I could never ever rule this out, to be honest with you. Uh, but do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. Would I mind it to a certain extent? Not really, if you just... Knocked out that left coast altogether. You would mind it. I wouldn't. You, I, you would be I, extremely uncomfortable. How the world's a lot colder than you think. I, I like we live such squishy little isolated lives. But if you were able to isolate the the people who believe in one thing versus the people that believe in the other, also you it wouldn't last very long. Like let's say for it's not a monoculture here. You would immediately be dealing with a now much more powerful evangelical wing in Texas yeah. because their votes count for. It would more. just be a lot of chaos. Yeah, a lot of chaos for sure. I mean, like it, it, but but I think um, as as much chaos as there would be here, I don't think that I think that the the Texas contingent, if you want to call it that, would last longer. They could hold out longer than the other guy, right? Because they're fucked. That they, they they their business model is to extract wealth from their population, and when that goes away, it's a problem for them, right? Like that's that's not the business model in most conservative states. It's it's turning labor into wealth, right? To some degree, uh, for the individual. I mean, <clears throat> so like California, their cities are people are fleeing from them already. Yeah, what's going to happen when they're uh, they're like trying to conscript them for some kind of war or something like that? That ain't happening, bud. It's just not happening. The only reason, like. I, I think that those those super left states, at least on the on the coast, would be keen on trying to get back in, like reform the union, right? I think that would be a smart move for them, frankly. I mean, look at what is happening in Oregon, Washington, California right now, where major like you're talking about major businesses are going to leave Texas if that happens. Major businesses are already leaving. California, Washington, and Oregon at a rate that is fucking weird, to be honest. Yeah. Like in and out in Oakland shut down last week. Mm-hmm. The only in and out in the fucking North Bay area shut down last week. And that's the, because chi- of, that's the Chick-fil-A of California. Yeah, yeah. Like. because of crime. That's like, fuck, man. <laughs> that's like a, 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 like a, a Catholic church shutting down in Boston or something. You know what I mean? Like that never happened. So they're already... The struggle is already happening. No matter I, what they do there. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's just like a lot of this is just growing pains. And, and a lot of it is, and, and it's also really fucking silly because the ordinary person, you know, the, the vast majority of people want to be left the fuck alone and, uh, and be safe for the most part. They don't want the government taking their money or being involved in their day-to-day life, mm-hmm. right? Most people believe that. 99% of people believe that. Um, so the government, to gain power over the people in a situation like that, the only way you can do it is by petting those two groups of people together, by race, class, whatever the fuck else. It's fucking stupid, right? It's, what, it's not stupid. Their idea and execution is working very well. What's stupid is that people believe it. 
Yeah, my uh, my overall thought on all of this is uh, I don't understand why this is the, the hill that Democrats want to die on this close to an election. Immigration is a massive, massive issue. And I, I, I said the same thing about Republicans in 2022 uh, with abortion. I was like, you're going to fucking lose, bro. Yeah. Um, and then this is the same way with this. And then to send her out, Jean-Luc Picard, on all these shows, they typically don't do this unless there is a fucking crisis yeah. currently happening here. And I don't know what the outcome or the strategy is behind well, this. It, it seems like the a, Democrats. Yeah, it seems like a tactical error. But I think what they're trying to do is make the right look crazy. Like, oh, they want war. They want to secede or whatever the fuck else, right? You just, it's gaslighting. You just keep bumping somebody until they fucking punch you. And like, oh, he fucking hit me. That's, but but that's, keeping out the rest of the world from your country, again, should not be a partisan issue. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, one would think. Uh, now's the point of the show. We get to the drinking bro of the week. Ryan, you've been on. Is your brother back there? Yes, sir. You want to come on and give out drinking bro of the week? He said he would love to. Go ahead. Come on up. Come on up. You can come up uh, on Dan's side over here. Hop on in here. Look at this. This is Texas, dude. You got the cowboy hat on, the whole fucking shit, dude. That's what I like about Texas. Uh, pop on in there. Put the mic about an inch from your face over there. Boom. Uh, tell everybody your name. Josh Irvin. Josh Irvin. Yes, Welcome sir. to the show, friends. Uh, put that a little, pop it a little closer there. There you go, Josh. Appreciate it. There you go. Uh, tell everybody where you're from. Uh, Weatherford, Texas, born and raised. There you go. There you go. How do you think Texas would fare during a civil war? We'd win. <laughs> Hands down. I knew it. I'm not from Texas, but uh, anybody I ask from Texas or the listeners that have popped in from Texas, because we can see them throughout the Drinking Bros groups and some of these questions. Yeah. I know their answer. They're like, Texas would win. Yeah, but. it doesn't concern me a bit. <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't lose a wink of sleep. <laughs> what do you do for a living? I make custom cowboy hats. Oh, no shit. Yes, sir. Uh, are you on a farm? Do you work in a farm? Uh, how close do you work uh, I used to be a ranch. the cowboy industry? Uh, hand in hand. No shit. Yep. You a rancher? Uh, here, no. Me and my brother own a couple cows up back home and lease a couple hundred acres and do what we can. But No uh, shit. Yes, sir. That's awesome, man. So you're, yep. you're living the Texas life. When I moved here, that's what I thought it was going to be. Um, I'm obviously in the wrong city for that because that ain't what it's like here, but, uh, it's yeah. a little different still, still Texas, but it's here. It is. Uh, I look at, it's funny, man. I like, I was studying the numbers from the last election from 2020 Yeah. Uh, and what really won Trump because the four major cities are blue. Mm -hmm. So you got Austin, uh, you got Dallas, you got San Antonio and you got Houston. They're all blue. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, is Texas going to flip blue? And then you look at the rural. Yeah. It, the that's rural's what, probably, that's what probably, won it for yeah. him. I mean, it wasn't even close there. And the borderline between Mexico. A lot of those smaller rural communities are also blue. Well, they're, yeah. But, which I which they don't count for a lot, but. Yeah. And still. I can't figure out why. They're, <clears throat> they're overrun, and they're like, yeah, let's keep doing that. Yeah. No, well, most of them are Hispanic, so. So they're just, okay with it? Yeah. They're like, hey, let's, let's go in. Let's get my like, brothers, Holmes. I was like, all right. You gonna blast this fool or what, Holmes? Who would you like to give Drinking Brother Week to? Oh yeah, uh, I don't even know what drinking bro of the week is exactly. Really? Yeah. Okay, so it's someone who's inspired you or helped you out uh, and got you to where you needed to be. Uh, so Ryan obviously uh, just uh, took a job with us. He's working yeah. with Hard AF Seltzer, one of our sales reps here in the state of Texas, um, keeping everything going. Uh, who helped you uh, get started with your hat company? Well, it's, it's not mine. I just I was one of the four guys that make. Make okay. hats, so what about the other three uh they're good neighbors so 
So yeah, you want to give them the Dreaming Brother yeah, link? There we'll you give, go. Give old Dustin Latta, Marty Latta, good shout out at Western Legacy. Okay. I know I pulled you up here on the spot. Ryan's here for a meeting, obviously, and uh, you drove him in. A little bit, yeah. A little, a little bit. Dallas, yeah. That's a drive, dude. That's a drive. West of Dallas. You can't put us in that con- conglomerate. Okay, what's that drive look like for you guys? About three hours. Three hours? All right, that's not, that's not terrible. Nah. All right, fuck off, Ryan. Yeah, it's All a right, jaunt. It is. It's a quick jaunt. Yeah. Good to go. Um, do you listen to Drinking Bros? I ha- we did a little bit uh, coming down here. And I ha- he. We've listened to it a little bit before, but I haven't all the way through. Shocking the yeah. first time, isn't it? No, it's good stuff. <laughs> no, it's awesome. Y'all are funny. Y'all are, it's, it's really good stuff. I, I appreciate like it, man. And uh, again, you don't have to be a listener of the show all the time to come up and give Drinking Bro of the Week. Sometimes it's just nice to shout people out on a fucking yeah. show this size, you know? Absolutely. What's the name of your hat company? Western Legacy. Okay, and where can everybody find it? Uh, Western Legacy Co. Right now we're at Fort Worth Stock Show, NFR, uh, Stockyards, uh, trying to get... Up in Weatherford as well. So great hats, best hats. I got a fucking huge head, dude. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to make me one. I, I can guarantee I've made one bigger. Seven and what am I? Seven and seven eighths. I think now. Yeah, that's fine. What's your biggest? Biggest we've ever made was for an MLB player, and he was probably closer to eight and quarter, eight and three eighths. God damn, I'm not that far behind. Yeah, we had bro. we had a custom block made out of mesquite for him. <laughs> Yeah. Holy his shit. his hat wouldn't fit in our hat cans. So really, he was like, "Hey, why, why don't I get a hat can?" I was like, "You, you don't fit, buddy." Like, we'll have to make a custom hat can for you. What team? Do you mind me asking? Ah, uh, ah, it's the Astros. You <laughs> fucking, you fucker. No, it is San Francisco Giants. Well, look, the biggest head I've ever seen in real life. Barry Bonds. Yes, uh, dude. I walked. I was at a, a charity thing with him. I could not believe. I mean, I just stared at his fucking head the entire time. I was like. <laughs> Holy shit, dude, out in L.A. I was like, fucking A. Yeah. Uh, the juice is real, but that's, you know, the greatest baseball player I've ever seen. So let's do it. Let's get everybody all juiced up, all right? Yeah. Uh, appreciate you tuning in, kids. Go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, and you can walk away uh, on YouTube. <laughs> Obviously, we'll probably get dinged for this episode. One would imagine. Uh, hit the bell and the notifications so that it, uh, it pops up uh, on your phone and all that other stuff. And then obviously subscribe on YouTube. I think we've maybe got 100 subscribers tops this year. We're in election year, so it's rough. Help us out on Drink It Bros Podcast. Um, that encompasses you know all of our shows. We have one uh, live every day on YouTube and then one live every day on Patreon as well. And you can subscribe there. There we can go way the fuck out of control over there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was unaware that people were able to see Hope Solo's asshole inside their cars, dude. That was amazing. Uh, so that's what you get on Patreon here. You know, on YouTube, you got to click the bell and subscribe and all that other fucking bullshit and try to beat the algorithm. We'll see what happens. Not a lot of hope in it. Either way, it's nice to have D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway back over there. Shout out to the Independence Funds uh, for all the work that they do uh, throughout the year. And, uh, and we're grateful for all of it. We're grateful for you guys tuning in day in and day out. For D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone.